0: Welcome, everybody. I missed you. Welcome to this new episode of Notes from a Stranger. So I've decided that I'm going to change the title of this podcast since um, it's a little bit too long. And uh, most of the time, I don't even mention the title correctly because I get confused. Sometimes I say Notes from a Stranger about life, love, and death. Other times I say notes from a stranger about love, life, and death. I'm not even sure how I have registered the name. But from now on, it's just gonna be notes from a stranger, which is myself, the autistic actress. And um, welcome to this new episode. I've been quiet for some times. Um, you know. There is this thing about podcasts that once you get into recording podcasts, you feel, first of all, you receive a lot of achievements from the website where you upload the podcast. And they're gonna get they're gonna get to messages of uh, you have achieved uh, ten weeks in a row. you have achieved uh, twenty weeks in a row of publishing the podcast. Keep it going. And I really get excited about all of this stuff. <laughs> I think this is a, a very, um, self worth, uh, I mean, lack of self worth, uh, uh, thing, everything that it's an award for my work and I reckon I I really feel, wow, I'm doing something good. So I'm a good person. I'm good at making things done. And, um, so I felt uh, that it was a pity to interrupt this uh, row of achievements where I was keep receiving a lot of, uh, yeah, of awards uh, for how fast and often I was publishing podcasts, which was making me feel a pro. But life goes on and there are a million of things to do, plus I never do things if I don't, if I'm not inspired to do things. And lately, I've been a little bit out of uh, not really ideas, because I had millions of ideas, but my gut was not expanding. So again, let's come back to human design. I have an open head. So my head center, which is the crown center, it's open. This means that I am going to be inspired by millions of ideas around me from other people, from experiences, from places, and I really have to select the ones that are mine. So having an open head makes me feel a lot conditioned by the pressure of thinking of uh, things that really they really don't care just because i absorb so fast external thinking and i amplify those ideas so what's important for people like me we are the 75% of the world population so there is a big opportunity Do you have an open head as well, like mine? And if you have it, just know that unconsciously we are so conditioned on taking in all of the possible ideas that come through our minds. Either we have listened to them from other people or we've just been conditioned to think about stuff that we really really don't care. And like, for example, you have to publish every week because you're going to be a pro. You're going to be a good achiever. If you receive all of the achievements from the website, you're going to be a great person. Um, No, that's not what human design wants me to do. The human design wants me to respond to my gut. So just and only when an idea that comes through my mind gives me a gut feeling of expansion, that's a yes for me to go for it. And I know perfectly about this gut expansion. And so I know when there is no gut expansion and when I go for doing things just because my mind is telling me do it. And most of the time, it it brings me to either frustration or burnout or disappointment because it was not really what I wanted to um, deliver to the world. And it's frustrating because when you do things because you think you have to do them or because you've been conditioned by the external world, yeah, it's frustrating. It is. So I've stopped recording in the last weeks because I had a lot of ideas and I was in a state of implementation, understanding, self-awareness, which for me is fundamental, that I was not ready for the delivery. And no one idea was really strong within me. But today, today I want to share something with you. And in this episode, we are going to be talking of environment and the power of the environment on your capacity of changing. And when I talk about your capacity of changing, I literally speak about your body. So what your environment does to your body. So we can understand that this is not philosophy, this is real. So how the environment determines your life. And... This is something I'm learning on my skin, guys. Um, so it's not even that easy to explain the incredible complexity of this process. Because I've been hearing for years now, you are the bio-product of your environment. You are the bio-product of your environment. Change your environment, change your life. Yes. It was clear on an on a, on a unconscious level. But now, after years of healing work on my body, I have a total different response to environments because I'm so much more sensitive because my body is so much more cleansed than it used to be that when I place my body in a space that it's is toxic for my body, is not right for me, it's unhealthy, the response of my body is immediate. There's no way I can escape for recognizing that uh -uh, there's something wrong here. Okay, before getting into this, let me remind you that when I talk about environment, I speak of places. I speak of people. If we want to use the human design terminology, we're going to talk about aura. We can talk about magnetic field. I want to talk about environments in a more extensive way today. So I'm not just going to relate to people who get into your magnetic field, which is The extension of uh, your open arms multiplied per two. But it's a little bit extensive, exactly, concept. So let's talk about environment in terms of when you wake up in the morning, who is next to you? Where do you sleep? How's your room? What do you look before going to sleep? What are the last words and the last visions that you have in front of your eyes before falling asleep? What do you eat? Yeah, what's your diet? Your diet is part of your environment. What do you eat every day? It's a big part of your environment. How much light do you get during the day? How is your house? Uh, It's a safe place. It's a place that makes you feel safe. Do you have your own space? Do you have your privacy? Do you have your time, time to do your own things? Where do you live? Do you live in your home country? Do you live abroad? And if you live in your own country, how does that make you feel? On a nervous system level, do you feel safe? Do you feel threatened? Do you feel free? Do you feel authentic? How much time do you spend during your day doing things you love? Who are the people you spend most of your time with? Who are the people you listen to? What kind of things you watch, if you watch anything on TV, on Netflix, on YouTube, or everywhere else? What do you do to take care of your body? Do you prefer showers or bathtub like we can literally enter in a conversation so detailed because every single action that we make every day define our life, define our results, define our personality. So we are not really aware of that. And trust me, I have been into healing and personal development now for years. And every time that I explore this concept. And I explore this concept often because I often sit with my own conflicts and with my results. And when my re- when my results, when I don't like them, I have the honesty to look at what I have done to create those results. And I can tell you that 95% of the time, it was because of my wrong environment choices. It was not because I didn't have the ideas. It is. It was not because I didn't have the motivation. It was not because I didn't have um, the desire. It was because of the people that I had around me it was because of the place where I was trying to do something that clearly was not appropriate for that place. The people I would share my dreams with, the people I would open up with, the people I would just listen and create space for. And I'm speaking also about clients. Not all the clients are my clients. Um... Not all all of my friends, even my old time friends, they have space in my life. They don't. And that's not because I don't love them, but it's because I know the power of environment. I know that if I spend time with people that have a poor mindset, a scarcity mindset, don't work on their trauma, don't work on themselves, don't work on personal development. How can I do that? Like, I cannot do that. First and foremost, I don't want to. Like, I don't have desire to. And second, there is a time in the process of change and transformation where it's going to feel a little scary Because we have attachment bonds to all of those circumstances. We are attached to the place we used to hang out in, or we are attached to the people. So there is a high probability that we can feel guilt if we start. Taking some distance from people or the idea to change our life and making bold choices and changing completely our environments, it's so scary for many of us. And I have to say that I used to be much more adventurous as a person before COVID, but that really COVID and all of the experiences that I lived, uh, wow. I have to deal with a lot of fear that I didn't have before, which is great. Okay. So let's start with the first exercise. Who are the people of your environment? Can you write that down? Who are the five people you spend most of your time with? Five people. They can be people you listen to. They don't have to be physical people. But if they are physical people, because you maybe spend time physically with somebody else, please write that down. Write those people down. And then start thinking about where are the places where you spend most of your time. It can be the office. It can be the house. It can be the school. I don't know. I don't know what you do. But what I want to know from you, it's on a scale from zero to 10, how those places make you feel. And I ask you to be really honest here. Do you feel relaxed? Do you feel safe? Do you feel inspired? Do you feel free? Do you feel that you can sleep well? Do you feel determined? Do you feel motivated? Or do you feel stuck? Or do you feel with no energy? Do you feel depressed? You don't like the place. You're sensorial. Uh, your senses are really low. So the, the things you smell, the thing you taste, the things that you watch and look at, the thing you touch, the things you touch, you don't like them. You really don't. Okay. That's enough. I don't want to get more into cuz this is going to become a one-on-one session otherwise, but that's what I want you to know. So, our environment determines our personality. We are the average of the five people we spend most time with. We are and that's the reason why you make me, you bring me in Palermo, Sicily, where I was born. And if I spend some time, let's say from 20, 21 days up till 40 days, a lot of things that are belong to my childhood and uh, memories and stuff that belongs to my past is going to affect me. My subconscious is going to be stimulated. It's going to be triggered by a sensorial feelings that are going to bring my body back to that time of my life. It's possible that I can have more trauma responses. On the other hand, I might can have also good responses if I think about happy times. If I go having a glass of wine in front of the sea... And uh, spaghetti con ricci, um, which is something that brings me good memories. But most of the time it's going to bring me back to a state of childhood needs, unfulfilled needs. And so maybe my body and my nervous system is going to be activated more than it used to be activated when I was in New York City. Okay. So place myself in Milan. And I am going to absorb the energy of that city, people doing a lot of things, people very productive, people who have totally different mindsets from people from the South, okay? Maybe people from the South, they can make you feel, um, you know, there is a slow living type of uh, life, but there is also a lot of ignorance. People are very... have lots of limiting beliefs uh the city can be very dirty traffic noises so this this is something that for me really affects me like noises traffic uh people who are not really civilians they don't know how to respect uh other people or to respect the environment yeah this can make me a little bit nervous and uh, in general, every place that is childhood related gets me into a state of fight or flight. And bring me to New York City, bring me to London, bring me to LA, bring me to Germany, bring me to Rome. Like the body is going to respond differently. The stimuli, the external stimuli, are going to be totally different. And you and me, we're going to feel different feelings. And in the long term, this is going to determine your personality. And the same things happens with people. If I listen all over again, people who complain, people who don't believe in anything, people who push me down, people who judge me. People who are jealous of me, people who don't see me for who I am and they want me to be a totally different person, in the long term, this is going to kill me. This is going to bring me in a state of invalidation, of neglection, of not feeling seen. This is going to bring me in a state that really reminds me of my childhood of over-explaining myself or over over convincing people of who I am. And yeah, any single person who doesn't recognize you for who you are authentically are people that you don't want really next to you. Another figure that I want to mention and I just mentioned yesterday on Instagram is the problem maker. Okay, the problem maker are those type of people who come to you and they are extremely needy, and they are perfect to arrive in the perfect timing when you are so busy and focused doing something important for yourself, and they're going to interrupt you. They're going to stop your work. They are going to be in an emergency situation. They need you. They need you to stop what you're doing, stop what are you doing for yourself, and focus on them. And, um, uh, you know, it's always an emergency situation for them, so they pretend and demand this type of emergency and priority because there is something that needs to be fixed. And again, if we want to, if we want to use the human design language again, if you have a line five, you would attract those type of people more than others. Uh, but we are not speaking of lines of human design. Generally speaking, this really applies for everyone. Um, so problem makers are going to burn you out. Problem makers are going to sabotage your success. Problem makers are people you don't want next to you. And problem makers, they don't go around with a sign over their head, uh, written down, I'm a problem maker. Maybe your problem maker is your son or your daughter or your mother or your husband or your best friend, or people you have hired. We hire many times wrong people. So we need to recognize them. We need to recognize them without feeling guilt. And we always want to have a goal, pretty clear, can be a small goal. It can be this week I got to finish to do those things and there's nothing and nobody can interrupt me doing this. We can really start with small goals to see "Hmm, who are those people who don't want us to get there or who are those people that consciously or unconsciously are going to influence our unconscious Okay, consciously, unconsciously, meaning that they come directly to you with the intention of stopping you, or they maybe don't come intentionally uh, because they are in their own, you know, trauma responses, and they just try to use you uh, to vert on you all of their trauma, all of their needs. Okay, so many times problem makers, they are not bad people. They are most of the time people who have deep, unresolved trauma. And they suffer of all of the types of um, things. They maybe suffer of ADHD. They are extremely incapable of making things done. And so they need support. They need help. Or maybe they are people who live in a state of uh, dorsal. So when you are in a dorsal state, you procrastinate and you always need the help of somebody else. Um, so it's a state of freezing basically, where you want to do things, but you don't do things. And so then you call the person who knows how to make things done, and they will do them for you. So we don't want to judge really those people. That's the thing about, about choosing the right environment. It's not about judging, it's irrelevant for us, it's irrelevant. We don't want to judge. We are not judges. We want to have goals and we want to remind ourselves what it's really important for me. What's my priority? Where I want to be in three months. Where I want to be in six months. If I keep doing what I'm doing, if I keep uh, creating space for those people or for those places... Because sometimes it's just I I have to take my ass out of here. That's all I need. Trust me. Sometimes it's that easy. It's just about I don't have to do a million of things to feel better, to feel again motivation, to feel again willpower, to feel again my vibes, to feel again the energy to take action. Sometimes I just need to take my ass out of here. And when I say that, I really love the example of the flower or the plant. When you have a plant and when you have a flower that cannot grow because it's placed in a dark space, there is no sun, there is no water, and the plant or the flower is slowly depleting and dying. What well, we do. What do we do? We don't change the plant or the flower. We change the environment. We move the flower and the plant to a different place. A place where there's the sun, when there's water, and you can see how fast the plant and the flower are going to grow. And that's exactly the same for us. We don't have to buy thousands of courses online, self-development books, or therapy. Sometimes we just need to leave. Now, to get to the point where you have understanding of why to leave and where to go, it can take some And in this sense, I want to give you my testimonial and my experience. I have been living all over the place. I have been living in many different places in my life. So let's say that every five, six years of my life, I would move to another place since I was a child. So movings for me are very familiar. It's a sense of chaos. It's a sense of not settling, that it's very familiar. And I bring that also in my relationships, in my private life, in in my loving relationships. For me, settling, it's very difficult because my body has learned since a very young age, to move. So cows move. Moving, the new, the new was always something beautiful. Structuring and building, no, was scary. So I learned to escape. Escaping was my survival mechanism and so I would live in Miami I lived in New York I moved a lot to many places I traveled a lot I lived in Rome I lived in Milan I lived in Palermo I lived in Sardinia those are the places where I lived for long long term of time Um, but today (laughs) that I I chose to be in Italy and now it's been three years. And I realized that the only way that I could get to the point where I'm going to choose my environment consciously and from a healed body. So I'm just not going to run away again. I'm going to stay and I'm going to learn how to heal my body first so that I can choose the right environment for me because choosing the right environment for me it's not gonna happen if you are living in a fight-or-flight state chronic fight-or-flight state or in a state of dorsal or in a state in a in a disequilibrated body I don't know if it's disequilibrated is the right term in English, an unbalanced body. And so it can take some time. Now, everybody's different. And here, the human design is an amazing instrument, guys, to recognize how do you work the best. It's an amazing system that helps you to get in touch to your body and, uh, connect to your regulated nervous system everybody of us every single of us we have a different strategy a different authority and when you know how to work specifically like i know that i have to work on on the connection to my sacral energy i know that i have to be aware that my solar plexus is open and so i take in a lot of external emotions and i know that i have to do a lot of uh, emotional release work to get back into a state of neutrality and that is the place where I want to take decisions when I want to take in all the intelligence and the hints and the messages that the body wants me to have but I cannot make the decision of choosing what's the next place for me if uh my aura is totally uh, it's totally um you know absorbed or of external emotions because I've been spending a lot of time with toxic people who got into my magnetic field or maybe I had sex with people who were really toxic for me or maybe I shared the bed with somebody that is not the right person for me or maybe yeah like so your environment define your personality you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with All true, but before getting into a state of consciousness and connection to your truth, there's some work to do. And the first thing you want to do to get back to that state of presence with yourself has just one word, boundaries. That's something that you cannot make it wrong, especially if you are at the beginning of your healing or you are in a not expected trauma response, which is something that happens often to me. Always when I'm in the middle of my blooming, something happens to bring me back to trauma. And now I recognize that. And so I give myself the time to detox. And to process the trauma response, like it's gonna take some time to bring the body back to a state of balance, and boundaries are the key, always, guys. I don't want to talk about rigid boundaries because, uh, you know, I, mm, you know, I am I don't like <laughs> when the boundaries becomes too rigid, and I can see this a lot in the coaching industry. A lot of coaches, I think they have way too many rigid boundaries and they teach people to have way too many rigid boundaries when many, many times people need human connection. They need to open up. They need to let people in instead of rejecting people. But that's a totally different topic that I don't want to touch today. What I'm saying here is that if you find yourself In a state of depletion, in a state of burnout, in a state of confusion, in a state where you don't like your results, in a state that you wake up in the morning and your frequency, your vibration, your sensation are ugly, are not making you feel the best version of you. When you don't feel free, when you don't feel free in your expression, in your authenticity, when you feel stuck, all of those are elements that your environment it's not good. There's something in your environment that is not good. Maybe it's not all of your environment, but it's something. Maybe it's the job you do. Maybe you need to do more of things you love. Maybe it's the place where you live. Maybe it's your love relationship. Maybe it's the um, relationship with your family that needs to be, uh, you know, re-validated, re-evaluated, sorry. So, what kind of boundaries do you need? In this case, you cannot make it wrong. Just start with settling some boundaries. Settling some boundaries. How? Start by experimenting what makes you feel good. So, for me, it's like, okay how many time I spent on my social media today, because I know that scrolling and spending way too much time on social media can really affect my mood and can really affect my nervous system. So I start by saying this weekend, I'm going to spend the necessary time if I feel like, if I have something to do for the work or something that I want to share, but the thing is, or maybe I disappear for two days. That's okay. Uh, how many times you talk with your mother, with your far, father during your day? Maybe you want to cut that off and see how do you feel. Maybe there are, it's not there. It's not about them. It's more about your friends. It's more about cutting off alcohol for sometimes, changing your diet. Maybe it's stop watching that TV show that's so dramatic and gets you anxiety, and uh, gets you into a poor mindset. Maybe you need to hear something that is more stimulating. Maybe you want to meet new people. Maybe you want to surround yourself with people who are better than you. Better than you in terms of results, not better than you in terms of human beings. But... That's a reality. There are people who are doing better than you and who are doing better than me. So what can I do? Another important thing that I suggest to you is look how, have a look how your body reacts when you are in the wrong environment. So when you are in the wrong environment, your body either is going to be activated in a state of fight or flight. So your emotional state is going to be really high, really out of control. You're going to be very reactive emotionally. You can get really angry very fast, or you can get into an avoidant state, which makes you maybe, um, need, um, The need of escaping from feeling so triggered emotionally, which means that you can maybe um, being not capable to stay in that place, to stay in the stillness in that place. You maybe don't feel safe in that place. And so you need to drink alcohol, to eat, because you are so nervous and you're going to, yeah, peek out, literally, in the food (laughs) Or you maybe need to be outside and to have a lot of social life. So when we are, when we have those extreme, they're not really extreme because for many people are normal, <laughs> but they are not normal. But when we feel those responses uh, in the body, when we feel an emotional response, when we feel a stress response, and stress response is like, ah, oh, I need to... I need, a, I need a glass of wine because I'm too nervous. I need a cigarette. I need, you know, you cannot sleep. You are, yeah, you are disturbed in, in your nervous system. Or on the other side, you shut down. Places and people that shut you down or food even that shut you down. What doesn't mean shut you down. It means that you lose vitality, that you have no energy, that you are totally disconnected from your body, that you don't feel or what you feel, it's a very, very low vibration, that you want to sleep all of the time, that you are kind of depressed, that you are in a state of, um, it's called dorsal or freezing when you would like to do things, but you don't know how to do them. And so your body goes in and out from doing, not doing, doing, not doing. So start recognizing those signals. So those are all signals that the places and the people around you are stimulating something within yourself that it's not healthy. Uh, I mean, it's not that it's not healthy. It's healthy to have this kind of reactions. It's normal. But if you have those body reactions protracted in a very long term, this is going to become, it's going to become chronic and it's going to become unhealthy. Okay. Your level of cortisol is going to get very high. You're going to get, you're going to lose weight or either gain weight, you're going to be in a very state of unbalance, physical imbalance. So I'm going to leave you. And uh, this is all stuff that I talk a lot in my courses, especially my Becoming Yourself. Becoming Yourself is my one-on-one uh, coaching program where I teach you and I guide you through the three stages of healing unfolding and becoming exactly in this chronological order because we cannot become if we don't heal it's the same thing that you cannot choose the right environment for you if you don't stop and take the time to heal and rebalance your body because otherwise it's just another stress response it's just another trauma response and so if you want to know more about how to create change and transformation in your life in a very specific way that it's, it's going to be studied for you based on you, I like to work one-on-one with my clients because I know that my body clients is each and every single one different from the other. I know this because I've been working and I still work on myself and I see how my body is different from my mom's body and my sister's body and my backstory is different and how the body, mind and energy connection in my body is different. So we want to re-program our body, mind connection and to do so, we need to understand a little bit of things um, that I'm sure are going to feel like a big relief for you. That's how I felt when when I learned more about change and transformation, about that connection between our body presence and our mind and our energy. When we Put ourselves in places how we change how do you change when you are with that person and how different you are when you are with that other person and how different you are when you are doing something you love either of when you are doing something you don't love so we need to spend more time in the right environments for us we need to pick very consciously the five people we spend the most time with because we are the byproduct of that five people. If the five people you spend most time with are people that don't have what you want, don't make the money you want, don't have the relationship you want, don't think in the way you want to think don't believe in themselves, if they have a poor mindset, if they complain, if they are heavy, it's not your job to take in all of those things. Your job is always, always remind yourself, what am I here for? What's my goal? I don't know, maybe the goal of my life. I don't know, maybe the goal of my year, but I maybe want to know where I want to be in one month from now. I maybe want to know what I want to do at the end of this week. And I maybe want to challenge myself and making small, tiny choices in my daily life that are going to change the course of my life and the way I create in my life. Because all the big results, they come from discipline and they come from training your ability of changing the small ones. So how you can wake up today or tonight and how you can do something differently, what are the boundaries that you need? Maybe you need boundaries from the work. Maybe you need boundaries from overthinking. Maybe you need to read something interesting that can stimulate your creativity. Maybe you need a bathtub hot bath just for you maybe you need to for a couple of days following a different diet and see how do you feel maybe you need to sleep alone and to discharge all of the energy that it's entrapped in your aura what do you need let me know text me i mean message me by email and let me know what do you need to change your environment how you can change your environment because it's too confusing when somebody tells you oh you got to change your environment yeah okay, okay. bravo how <laughs> a lot of people cannot change the environment a lot of people it's not that easy to change that environment they have families they have kids they have money issues how do you do that you got to start inside You got to start with small daily habits, no matter what. I don't care if the baby cries. I I mean, you're going to find your way. You're going to ask your wife, your husband, your neighbor, keep the baby. I need to do a bath. I need one hour for myself. I need to recharge. I need to cleanse. You need to start some, some small habits. I'm going to leave you telling you this for me. And it's this is something that I'm really, really working on. It's been learning how to don't go too deep with everyone. Because I am a very deep person. Oh my God, I'm extremely deep. And if I let all of the people that I don't like Maybe I love, but I don't like, which is a different thing. If I respond to them, if I engage with them, and they maybe they're not listening really because they don't know how to listen. They really don't care because they they don't care about anything but themselves. They just want to judge. They just want to gossip. How to set up boundaries. Just don't go deep. Don't engage. Cut that off. Cut that conversation off. Cut that phone call off. Learn how to protect yourself first. And from there, we can start speaking about boundaries. We can start speaking about how to build up something different. I'm going to record this in Italian, guys. I really have to go. (laughs) oh my gosh, my belly is so fulfilled, that's exactly having a sacral response. When you do what you like, when you talk about what you like, and when you feel that this is the right time, the right space, the right moment, the right topic, the right words, I'm a satisfied generator. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know more about human design specifically for you, book a session with me. I'm going to offer you 75 minutes on Zoom uh, for a recorded session with me on your human design. I just need your date, place, and time of birth. And depending how much you are familiar with human design, I'm going to give you uh, informations that you need to know to start aligning, to start living in your design to start understanding your design to start making the right decisions for you based on your energetic map understanding how your body works your body works differently from mine and that's how i make the right the right decisions for me and you don't if you follow me you got to follow your truth you got to follow your design you got to follow your body um i'm extremely excited about human design sessions i love to do that i love to connect one-on-one with people and create this intimate space to share to share things that i'm sure are gonna make you feel seen recognized safe and relieved and relieved because um because we need to learn more about ourselves If we want to grow, we need to learn more about ourselves. And that's self-love. And that's growth. It's been a pleasure. I love you. I see you. And I see you. I see you. And I see you the next episode of Notes from a Stranger. Have a great night, morning, afternoon, depending where you're in the world. Ciao.